Imagine creating a fantasy football league back in 2006, becoming commissioner of that league, and waiting until season 15 to finally win that league. Well, that happened to one person that we know, friend of the program, Paul Burkles. Congratulations on your win, Paul. And uh, what's that? What's that? What's that, Mitch? What's that? I'm talking producer. Oh, ooh, ooh, my producer, Mitch, has uh, obtained audio from the Paul Burkholz household uh, on that fateful night uh, last weekend of uh, Paul celebrating uh, beating our other friend of the program, Randy Webb, in that championship. Let's listen in. This is real? This is real. Like, we had this fact-checked. We used that that person that like identifies as a reindeer, right? They fact check this. Okay. It's good. It's good. Okay. Okay. This is real audio from Paul Burkholz's home. We did it. We did it. We did it. Yay. We did it. Are you sure? All right. I'm going to fucking run with it. No fucking clue what he's talking about. What's up, everybody, and welcome to 2021. Yes, I know I've been fucking slacking the last two weeks, but for Christ's sakes, it was Christmas time, it was New Year's, and those who get the spreadsheet and the article and the Target spreadsheets and all that, wouldn't you have rather have gotten that information rather than hear my stupid-ass voice on the radio? Yeah, that's what I thought. So, unfortunately, I took a hiatus due to uh, scheduling conflicts and whatnot. But we are here. Find me on Twitter and Instagram at RoyDog underscore 13. And on Facebook, Dennis M. Roy over there. Whew. Did you guys all make it to midnight on New Year's? Because I, I sure as hell didn't. I made it till 9 p.m. and that was it. I was done. I was working on the spreadsheet for this weekend, which, by the way, uh, ended up being kind of a wash. I I lost I lost the money on Fanduel and basically made it uh, made it all back up on DK and Yahoo. So I I washed out. I might have made a dollar or two, and I might have lost a dollar or two. Uh, so. Yeah, it is it is what it is. So uh but you know what we gotta do? We gotta 
trudge forward. We got to get into the into uh, the playoffs here. We're not done with fantasy football. No, 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 no. We play fantasy football all the way to the, through the Super Bowl. Come on, come on, man, come on, come on, Cletus. Let's do this. But uh, yeah, we should uh, we should go back through Week Seventeen. Uh, very very chalky Week Seventeen. Um, I'm telling you this, man. I I've never scored 192 points on DK and in cash and felt threatened that I was not going to make my money. Um, FanDuel was holy shit. I scored a 148, so I hit over the goal. I hit that over goal of 140. You know. That I like to hit, that I tell people that I that we that's what we're shooting for. I hit it, and the cash out line was one seventy five, which is ridiculous. Um, so yeah, I didn't I didn't hit over there. I didn't I didn't get pissed off about it. I you know generally upset because I don't want to lose, but um. If you're going to tell me I'm going to score a 148 and get still get completely annihilated by almost 30 points, it just kind of is what it is with that week. That lineup would have won. I said this yesterday. The lineup that I had would have won 16 out of 17 weeks. So you just kind of take it on the chin. You move on. Uh, I thought a lot of the write-up was very good. There was a couple of bad spots in there, of course. Uh, some was due to injury. Some was just due to bad fucking hands, man. Um, a lot of drop passes by a couple of guys, but we'll get into that as we, as we go along here. Uh, let's just kind of get our recap after we do some news. Let's go over firings. Uh, Chargers parted ways with coach Anthony Lynn after four seasons. We saw that one coming. Um, <clears throat> Doug Marone out in Jacksonville. That that was a year too late, uh, in my opinion. Um, and there was somebody else who got fired. Oh, Adam Gase. Yeah, but were we really fucking surprised by that? Uh, defensive end uh, Vernon uh, or Olivier Vernon has torn his Achilles, so that's not good for the Browns defense. Uh, I I noted this yesterday in the Sports Illustrated chat. Um, that the Bills were close to signing wide receiver Kenny Stills, who was cut by the uh, Houston Texans, and that has indeed happened. So uh, we need to watch for some news on Cole Beasley because that's got to have something to do with it. Um, I don't think they expand their rosters all that much to where they would have just taken on a guy like that. Um, but, of course, it I mean, you're talking it could have been really, really cheap too as well. But... Um, yeah, let's get into week 17. Oh, Atlanta Falcons. Okay, here we go. Falcons, Buccaneers, 27-44. Buccaneers win. We had Matt Ryan, 29-44, and 2 No interceptions over there. The running game, fuck that. Uh, well, Brian Hill did well. He had nine carries for 94 yards. That was uh, towards the end of the game uh, when they were playing a little bit more prevent defense. But um, <clears throat> the wide receivers here. Uh, had Calvin Ridley written up, he went 8 for 52 on 12 targets. If he would have scored a touchdown, he would have been happy with it. 
He did not in this case. The touchdown, one of the touchdowns did go to Russell Gage. Nine receptions for 91 yards and a touchdown on 11 targets. Uh, so he's been involved, you know, with uh, Julio Jones out. Um, I was a little bit more on Ridley, more on tight end Hayden Hurst, who actually did come through. Um, four receptions for 28 yards and a touchdown on six targets. Uh, so we did definitely like that there. Um, but most of the good stuff came from the Tampa Bay side. Uh, the one thing that did not go well was Mike Evans, who went out with a hyperextended knee, uh, finished three receptions on four targets for 46 yards. He got over the 1,000-yard mark, uh, which we talked in the first quarter. So he was well on his way. He, When he hyperextended that knee, was in the end zone. He had a fucking touchdown in his hands, and he dropped it. Am I going to get pissed about it? No, because you get hurt. You know, you don't know how how painful it is at that time, um, and your body just does weird things, right? So, hey, he dropped a touchdown pass. Worse, he could have shit himself. Let's just be completely honest here. So I'd rather, if it was me, I'd rather drop a touchdown than shit my pants. Uh, Tom Brady, 26-41, 399. Four touchdowns and an interception. He was in the write-up. He did well for us. Um, I'll get to the running backs here in a second. But with Mike Evans going down, that really opened up the opportunities for one Antonio Brown, who had 11 receptions for 138 yards, two touchdowns on 14 targets. If Mike Evans does not get hurt, I do not believe that Antonio Brown uh, gets that opportunity. They had him switching, you know, both sides of the field. So he was matching up with corners that I wanted uh, for Mike Evans, who generally stays on one side. Uh, Chris Godwin was in the write-up, though. Uh, five receptions, 133 yards, and two touchdowns. It was very, very good. I wish I would have had more Chris Godwin. Um, I'm really disappointed in myself. I'm just so disappointed. Ronald Jones came back, 12 carries, 78 yards, and a touchdown. Did not have him in the write-up. I wanted to see how he fared. Uh, this week, he looked good. He looked really good, but uh, most of it was finishing off this team uh, towards the end of the game. Um, but he did have a goal line carry, which is good. That means that Leonard Fournette's out. You know, we're not fucking around with that. So uh, we move on. Giants 23, Cowboys 19. This game, whoo, this one went a little sideways. Andy Dalton, 29-47 for 243 and an interception. Uh, But he did have seven carries for 48 yards. He was running all over the fucking place. Uh, Andy Dalton did have uh, a bonus in here. I believe it was a million dollars if he actually would have won the next game Um, and taken the Cowboys to the playoffs. So uh, that sucks for the Red Rifle. Uh, but I did have Ezekiel Elliott written up, 14 carries, 42 yards, and a touchdown. Also had three receptions on four targets for 19 yards. So he didn't really come through, but he was dirt fucking cheap. Uh, wasn't too bad. Wouldn't have killed you if you had him in the lineup. Um, but he also didn't you know, excel the lineup any which way. Uh, Dalton Schultz, seven receptions on 10 targets for 70 yards. He was kind of like one of the final cut guys that I had. Uh, written up, just didn't really care. I didn't really care much for him uh, versus some of the other guys. Uh, the price had kind of gotten up there a little bit, so I really wasn't. 
I wasn't favoring him. Uh, if you want to say I missed it, eh, fuck it. I missed it. Uh, I did have Michael Gallup written up. He did not come through. Four receptions for 49 yards on eight targets. CeeDee Lamb, I also had written up. I was higher on CeeDee Lamb than I was on Michael Gallup. Five for 43 on seven targets. Also did not come through. You might as well have just started Amari Cooper. Fuck. Six for 41 on nine targets. Ugh. So, uh, I still stand by not, not playing Cooper, though. Uh, all of them really failed in the end. Other side, Giants, Daniel Jones, 17-25, 229, and two touchdowns and one interception. Uh, Wayne Gallman, 11 carries for 65 yards. Uh, I don't, yeah, he didn't have any targets in there. I, I swear to God, he fucking lost that fumble at the end of the game. He lost it. Just happened to get it back at the right opportunity. Uh, Sterling Shepard also had two carries, uh, had 24 yards and a touchdown there. Um, and then in the receiving part of the game, he was 8 for 112 on 10 targets with a touchdown. Dante Pettis showed up in the slot, a little piece of shit, two receptions for 43 yards and a touchdown on two targets. Swear to God, swear to God the rest of this game were horrible because he did not have that touchdown reception. He did not have it. Darius Slayton finished 2 for 22 on four targets. No big deal there. Uh, we faded him completely. So, but that game was just fucking growth. The fact that that was on, you know, uh, the special game for the early games on Fox. Oh my god, choke me out. Uh, New York Jets fourteen, New England Patriots twenty-eight. I had the New York Jets defense in here. I did take a look at the New England Patriots, but I decided to take the smaller or the uh, cheaper defense. It didn't really work out. It didn't matter anyways. Um, it, it just afforded, you know, whatever you wanted. Got two points out of it, so it wasn't all that terrible. Sam Darnold, 23 of 34 for 266, a touchdown and two picks. I believe he also had a fumble too, didn't he? Nope, he did not. Never mind. Uh, Josh Adams had running back, 11 carries, 47 yards and a touchdown. Ty Johnson, 11 for 45, no touchdowns. Just really gross game. Uh, Brashad Perriman was the high receiver here. Three receptions for 84 yards and six targets. Chris Herndon, though, was the winner. Winner chicken dinner at tight end. Was really streaking uh, the last four games. I believe he's had a touchdown on all of them, if not three or four. Uh, Several receptions, 63 yards and a touchdown on nine targets. So he was really becoming uh, Darnold's main guy at the end there. Uh, James Crowder didn't do anything. Nobody else really did anything. Denzel Mims, what a terrible fucking rookie season. Um, injury didn't help, but just the pieces around him were just horrible as well. On the other side, Cam Newton uh, was actually the highest scoring fantasy uh, quarterback this week. 21 of 30 for 242 and three touchdowns, no interceptions. Also had 11 carries for 79 yards, no touchdowns. Also had a reception, I believe for 19, if I'm not correct. Yep, on one target for a touchdown. That was from one Jacoby Myers, who threw him that one. Uh, so he had a hell of a day. Uh, four touchdowns in all those yards. Fuck, man. Fuck. I looked at Cam Newton, and I was just like, it, and it's like what I say all the time. Um, I'm not going to overthink it. I looked at it. I mean, the number, you know, the statistics tell you that quarterbacks against New England, against the New York Jets, uh, really come through. 
but the way that Cam Newton had just been playing for you know the last three quarters of the season, uh, there's no fucking way I was going there. Uh, Sony Michelle actually had a decent day too, 16 carries for 76 yards. Also had three receptions for 60 yards on three targets and a touchdown. So it's not bad there. Jacoby Myers showing up at the end of the year, six receptions on seven targets for 68 yards. Um, yeah, just <laughs> the game was gross for most of it. It was pretty much towards the end of the third quarter uh, and into the fourth that that game just kind of got away from the Jets. It was real, real, you know, blah, vanilla, just terrible fucking game. The fun game on the early slate was the Minnesota Vikings and the Detroit Lions. Minnesota ekes it out 37-35 to in the Motor City. Kirk Cousins, second highest scoring fantasy quarterback, by the way. Uh, 28-40 for 405, three touchdowns, no interceptions. Also had five carries, one yard, and a touchdown. Alexander Madison, he was the guy that I said was the value, uh, especially on the early slate. If you split him, 21 carries for 95 yards and a touchdown. Uh, also had three receptions on three targets for 50 yards and a touchdown. I believe he came in at running back three or four, somewhere in there. Really worked out. Um just in case you care, C.J. Ham had two receptions for 44 yards on three targets. Uh, that was a good day for him. Uh, Justin Jefferson. If you, if anybody had talked to me, we were talking about Justin Jefferson and Adam Thielen. I said I liked Adam Thielen because he was going against a root, a water array. I fuck. It's been two weeks. I haven't said a, <laughs> I haven't said Amani a Aruaware. Um. That I did like Thielen against against him, uh, but which one was I higher on? I was higher on Justin Jefferson because he was going for the rookie records. Uh, felt that that was a little bit more important. Nine receptions for 133 yards on 12 targets, so he definitely came through. Um, would have liked to have seen the touchdown, but the touchdowns were just spread out uh, between uh, Madison, Chad Beebe, and Amir Abdullah. So other than that, uh, oh, I had Irv Smith written up. He ended up two receptions for 30 yards on three targets. Tyler Conklin actually beat him, uh, his fellow tight end, three receptions for 40 yards on six targets. So that really blew a bag of dicks. Uh, Adam Thielen, too, just blew it. I, I it, Is it not true? Every fucking time I write Adam Thielen up, you fade Adam Thielen. Every time I don't write Adam Thielen up, you play Adam Thielen. Again, four receptions, 57 yards on five targets. I mean, get the fuck out of here. I mean, I was a little bit lighter on him. I did end up having um, some cousins uh, paired up with uh, both Jefferson and Thielen. Uh, Ran, you know, Marvin Jones back the other way. So... Just did not work out. Just did not work out. Matthew Stafford for the Detroit Lions. Good way to finish it out if it's the last game in Detroit. Uh, 20 of 31, 293 and 3 uh, with one pick. Also had two rushes for nine yards. Adrian Peterson always being the bitch that he is and having to get his just due at the end. Seven carries for 63 yards and a touchdown. No receptions, no targets. But then we had one DeAndre Swift. 
12 carries, 54 yards, and a touchdown. Also had three receptions on three targets for 16 yards. Very underwhelming, especially for his price. Uh, so that did not work out. Now, Marvin Jones was the guy that everybody, ooh, Marvin or this guy? Marvin or this guy or this guy? And what did I say? Marvin Jones. Eight receptions on 11 targets, 180 yards, and two touchdowns. There you go, my friends. There you go. That's how you become wide receiver number one for fantasy. Quintez Cephas also had a pretty decent day. Two receptions on three targets for 51 yards and a touchdown. Outside of that, nobody else. No. No, 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 no. So... I did kind of like DeAndre Swift. I did move off of him in the write-up. Obviously, it ended up being a good move. Uh, I did use him in one early slate uh, just because I wanted to do a full game stack, and the only way that I could do it was at the running back position. So I had mentioned that in in the chat, um, in the SI chat, that I was going to – I was doing that. Um so just trying to keep it as honest as humanly possible. Pittsburgh and Cleveland. Cleveland, the 24-22 to 22 winners over the Pittsburgh Steelers. Not like Steelers didn't try. Uh, they ran a small rotation with Mason Rodolph and Joshua Dobbs. Uh, Joshua Dobbs doing more RPO-type stuff. Uh, but Mason Rudolph, 22-39 for 315. Two touchdowns and an interception. He also had one carry for one yard. Nothing too major there. Uh, it's kind of amazing um, that Mason Rudolph was still able to actually have that kind of success. I know, you know, 22 or 39 isn't that good as far as a percentage-wise, but you're going to have Ben Roethlisberger in there next week um, against Cleveland as a rematch of back-to-back weeks. So they they have a tough they have a tough assignment next, uh, come Sunday. That's all I'm going to say. Uh, James Conner, nine carries for 37 yards. I could have sworn he wasn't going to fucking play. I didn't mark. I don't think I marked him as out, but uh, he was questionable going in there. I'm actually kind of surprised that they did use him, considering the fact of how fucking banged up he's been all year, and then you want to use him a, a week before your fucking big playoff game when none of your other running backs have been doing shit all year. Uh, that's just That's just poor decision-making. Uh, but James Conner also had five receptions on eight targets for 25 yards. Chase Claypool was the big winner at receiver. Five receptions for 101 yards and a touchdown on 11 targets. Deontay Johnson, three for 96 on four targets. Juju Smith-Schuster. Juju was actually going to be the guy that I was going to pick. Uh, he was a last. He was a last-minute cut. Uh, six receptions for 65 yards and a touchdown on eight targets. Uh, no other Steeler was really viable in this one. Baker Mayfield on the other side, 17 to 27 for 196 and one. No interceptions. Uh, also had six carries for 44 yards, so that was good. So basically, you look at it as 196 and two. Nick Chubb, 14 carries, 108 yards, and a touchdown. Not not too shabby there. Not too shabby there. Why can I not find my mouse? My my. Where's my turtle? Where's my turtle? There's my turtle. There's my turtle. Also had uh, zero receptions on one target. So uh, he was okay. He did not hit value for what his price was. He was basically one of the highest priced running backs on the slate uh, for early, and he wasn't he wasn't that far down on the full slate either. So, 
that's kind of why I kind of faded on him. I didn't have a real good grasp on this game, which is really pissing me off for next week or for this upcoming week because it's basically it's the same game. They're just playing in Pittsburgh this time. Rashad Higgins, two receptions for 55 yards on three targets. Jarvis Landry, five for 51 on six targets. Also had a carry for three yards and a touchdown that he stole from Nick Chubb. Uh, Austin Hooper, four receptions for 37 yards and a touchdown on five targets. That was another stolen touchdown uh, from Nick Chubb. Uh, Kadero Hodge was in there. David Njoku. Donovan Peoples-Jones, man, he took a real bad shot to the back. Uh, basically looked like he got the wind knocked out of him. I don't think he had any ribs or anything like that that were of any issue. So uh, on to the next game, we got the Ravens at Cincinnati. This one's going to go real quick because it's all Ravens, 38-3. to Lamar Jackson, 10 of 18 for 113 yards, three touchdowns and a pick. Also had 11 carries for 97 yards, uh, and he uh, actually did go over 1,000 so he did hit his mark on there. Uh, was good, not great. I think he ended up at like QB8 or QB9, somewhere in there. And he was the highest-priced QB on the slate, so uh really didn't work out that way because he could have paid down and got a better got a better spot. But did ha- also have J.K. Dobbins written up 13 carries, 160 yards, and two touchdowns. So he came through. Uh, isn't involved really in the passing game whatsoever. Uh, Gus Edwards did that one reception for 10 yards on, on one target. Uh, they didn't really need to pass too much in this game. Gus Edwards also had 12 carries for 60 yards. So we need to pay attention to that for playoffs. Um, because if we do not like JK Dobbins price over on the sites this week, uh, maybe we can use value and use Gus Edwards if they're going to use both of them. Mark Ingram was involved, nine carries for 39 yards. Um, but pretty much it was the J.K. Dobbins and Gus Edwards show with Lamar Jackson thrown in there. Receiving-wise, he had Miles Boykin. He got one reception on two targets, had a 43-yard touchdown. Marquise Brown, 5 of 41 on eight targets. They had two touchdowns. Mark Andrews did not come through four receptions for 27 yards on seven targets. Uh, so did not really work out there. Uh, we'll have to see how it looks against the Titans because Titans are not good. Not good against Titans. So he's an option. Uh, Bengals side, this is how their day went. Brandon Allen, 6 for 21, 48 yards and two interceptions. Why don't we just skip the Bengals? Because that is a fucking horror show. You know what else is a horror show? The effort that uh, Miami displayed early in the game against Buffalo. Buffalo, the 56-26 to 26 winners. Yikes. Miami, you still got a long ways to go with Tua. Speaking of Tua, his stats are going to look good. 35 of 58 for 361 and a touchdown. Oh, yeah, there's also three interceptions there. Ooh. Ah. Also had six rushes for 28 yards there. Salvin Ahmed, six carries for 29 yards and a touchdown. 
He also had, uh, yeah, three receptions for 19 yards on three targets. Not too bad of a day for Solvent, but Miles Gaskin, I wrote him up. He was real dirt cheap still. Uh, seven rushes for 20 yards and a touchdown. Doesn't sound great, but when you throw in the four receptions on five targets for 57 yards, it ended up being good in PPR. Oh, receivers, Devontae Parker comes back. Seven receptions for 116 yards on 14 targets. Oof, that is just not, that's, that is just not good. That is just not good. I had Mike Gazicki written up. Five receptions for 47 yards on 10 targets. Would have been okay for, you know, DK where it's full point PPR. But, uh, yikes. Yikes, yikes. On FanDuel, that would not do. Lynn Bowden uh, threw a pass, 32 yards. Also rushed once for uh, minus seven. So, yeah, maybe not do the, try to do the jet sweeps with Lynn Bowden anymore. Eight receptions for 44 yards on 12 targets. Why couldn't you have done that last week, you son of a bitch? Uh, Malcolm Perry was the lone uh, recipient of a touchdown. One catch for 25 yards. The touchdown on one target. Buffalo, Buffalo, Buffalo. Josh Allen played the whole first half uh, and then sat out for most of the second half. Matt Barkley came in. But Josh Allen, impressive half, though. Uh, 18 for 25, 224, and three touchdowns and an interception. He only had two carries, though, for three yards, so it wasn't really anything major there. Uh, Antonio Williams came in. Uh, this was pretty much, I believe, in the second half, if I'm not mistaken. If I'm not mistaken, let me see here. They call him Mel Yellow. No, no. Yep. Uh, third quarter touchdown, fourth quarter touchdown. Had uh, 12 carries for 63 yards and the two touchdowns. Zach Moss and Devin Singletary, they're fucking dead to the world. Still in a shit game. Uh, they didn't run it enough. They only each had three carries, but still, it's just kind of sad. Matt Barkley did come in, uh, six of 13, 164, and a touchdown and interception here. Gabriel Davis, late in the game, gets his second reception for it has it ends up with 107 yards and a touchdown on five targets. Uh, Stephon Diggs in the first half, seven receptions for 76 yards on eight targets. John Brown returned from the dead. Four receptions, 72 yards, and a touchdown on four targets. That's why Gabriel Davis was very dangerous, because you did have John Brown. They planned on using him. Uh, Isaiah McKenzie was actually the huge winner here. Now, six receptions for 65 yards on nine targets. Had two touchdowns. Also had a special teams touchdown. Buffalo ended up, as their defense, ended up being the top defense of the week. So, uh, nothing else really to see there. Dawson Knox had eight eight targets. Most of that came from uh, Matt Barkley uh, because he's just a bag of shit and he can't throw it that any much farther. So, you know, why not? But let's go on. We got Seahawks at 49ers. One moment, please. Let's load this, please. Seahawks, the 26-23 winners over the San Francisco 49ers. Russell Wilson, 20-36 for 181-2. and two, No interceptions. Chris Carson. Actually, Russell Wilson also had five carries for 29 yards. But Chris Carson, 11 carries for 44 yards. 
didn't run it nearly as much as I thought they were going to. They did have Alex Collins come in, though. He had five carries for 29 yards and a touchdown. Wondering if he, well, he had no Carlos Hyde, so they elevated him up, but still overtaking Rashad Penny. Rashad Penny had six carries for 19 yards. Alex Collins, five carries, 29 yards, and a touchdown. Uh, let's see here. Receiving-wise, Tyler Lockett was the big winner. Uh, he was a guy that I was looking at. I thought I was getting too cute again. But, of course, the week after I fucking write him up, he actually does something. 12 receptions on 14 targets for 90 yards and two touchdowns. Uh, Chris Carson, two receptions on two targets for 39. DK Metcalf. I did say earlier in the date that I was not on DK. Oh, I was playing on DK, but I wasn't using DK. Uh, three receptions on nine targets for 21 yards. Something, something, something's fucking rancid in there. There's something not right right now with Seahawks. 49er side, yeah, CJ Beathard, 25-37, and one uh, No interceptions there. Jeff Wilson. Who wrote up Jeff Wilson in back-to-back weeks? I know who did. Two thumbs this guy right here. 20 carries for 76 yards and a touchdown. Great. 3.8 average. Ooh. But he did have three receptions on seven targets for 12 yards and a touchdown. So two touchdowns on a day, I'll take that every day. 60% of the time, it works out every time. Kendrick Bourne, uh, five receptions for 76 yards on six targets. George Kittle, seven receptions for 68 yards on nine targets. Not bad on PPR uh, for DK, but I just couldn't do it because I wasn't going to use him on FanDuel. He was too high. But nothing else uh, of any interest here for the 49ers. 49ers are done for the day. Arizona at L.A. Rams. What the fuck happened here? Arizona loses to the Rams 7-18. I'll tell you what happened. Kyler Murray got hurt in the first fucking quarter. Had his ankle rolled up on. Was really unfortunate. Ended up the day 8 for 11 for 87 yards. Uh, Chris Strevler came in. Uh, he basically looks like fake um, Ryan Fitzpatrick. Uh, was 11 to 16 for 105 yards and a touchdown, but also had a crucial, crucial interception right before halftime uh, that got taken back to the house. Uh, uh, Troy Hill was the guy that was the guy that got it. Troy Hill's really been top notch this year. Um, as far as opportunities like that, so something to pay attention to when we have Seattle uh, coming in and facing them. Kenyon Drake, 10 carries for 36 yards. Thanks, Kenyon Drake. Uh, also had three catches on three targets for 15 yards. Who was the big winner when Strevler came in? Dan Arnold, three receptions for 46 yards on three targets. DeAndre Hopkins, by the way. Uh, <laughs> thank God I didn't write him up because it actually was a good good spot when you look at the data sheet. But then it's like you kind of look at it and you go, "Nah, brah, I'm not. I'm not. I'm just not. I'll stick with I'll stick with uh, Devonte Adams." Uh, but DeAndre Hopkins, four receptions for 35 yards on 10 targets, just a horrific day. Horrific. John Wolford. This was like. Uh, DFS a little darling uh, punt play here, and one that I couldn't do, and I'm really glad that I didn't because he ended up 22 of 38, 231 yards, no touchdowns, and an interception. 
did get you 56 yards rushing on six carries. Uh, so that was good. But it just it wasn't going to pay off in the end. I mean, really, when you look at it, you take eight, let's see, eight, basically eight, nine points just in the yardage alone. Gets the interception, let's just say minus one, so that's eight plus five, so you got 13 points. That's not going to get it done. That's not even going to get it done for a punt play, not at 5K. Not at 5K. You have to get at least 15 to 18 uh, to really be happy with that. Um, Cam Akers, 21 carries for 34 yards. They might as well just not fucking had him come back. Uh, finished with 1.6 average in the game. But he did have four receptions on four targets for 52 yards. Van Jefferson was the big winner. Van Jefferson, four receptions for 50 yards on eight targets. Yeah, that's the way to finish the fucking year. I uh, did notice that some people were going to use Robert Woods. I did kind of like Robert Woods as well. Uh, four receptions for 36 yards on seven targets. I think ultimately I just said, fuck it, if I'm not mistaken. I could be mistaken. I might have written it up. Now, I did do the Arizona Cardinals defense. I do know that. And they weren't terrible even with the loss. Um, But the Rams defense was better, of course, because they got the touchdown in there. So it is what it is. It is what it is, Gavna. I don't know where the fuck that came from. My apologies. My, my apologies. All right, Jacksonville at Indianapolis. Whoa. Woo, that scared the shit out of me. Uh, Jaguars, the 14-28 to losers to the Indianapolis Colts to start down Jaguars side. Michael Lennon, 26-42 of for 261 and two touchdowns, no interceptions. That's how you punt at quarterback. I would never have fucking written him up. Fuck that dude. Fuck that guy. Uh, LaVisca Chenault. Was a late cut out of the spreadsheet. Now you might be going, "Oh, yo, I'm sure, I'm sure you were gonna really use Lavisca Chenault." Go back to the regular spreadsheet and go look at the header for this game, and you'll see the player that I'm on. Generally, when I make those headers, those are players that I have some interest in, or something is a part of that player. Like when you have the quarterback, right? Like if I can't figure out the guy at the point in time, there's something within the passing game that I like. So I'm going to put the quarterback up in there. Um, Somebody generally that you recognize. But LaVisca Chenault, six catches on nine targets, 68 yards, and two touchdowns really came through there. Uh, Somebody had Chris Conley as a punt. I said it was gross. I still say it's fucking gross. I don't care if he had seven receptions for 87 yards on nine targets. It's fucking gross. It's fucking gross. And the fact that he came through is grade A a baloney. Okay? Colt side, Phillip Rivers, 17 to 27, 164 and a touchdown and an interception. Uh, not surprising. Didn't really have any rushing yards. <laughs> not with that toe. Jonathan Taylor, though, 30 carries, 30, 253 and two. He also had a reception on two targets for one yard. So, eh, that's 1.1 in a PPI. 
Receiving wise, yeah, Naheem Hines leading the way. Six receptions on seven targets for 50 yards. Uh, Zach Pascal, who I believe I had written up, uh, two receptions for 41 yards on four targets. Blah. Uh, Michael Pittman, two receptions for 28 yards on two targets. Blah. Didn't write him up. T.Y. Hilton, three receptions for 27 yards and a touchdown on seven targets. So T.Y. Hilton was still the highest targeted wide receiver. Uh, we did have him listed in there. Kind of a pivot play, more of a pivot play off of Jonathan Taylor, of course. <laughs> Look how that fucking worked out. Now, one of the couple of uh, fun games on the late on the later afternoon slate. This was the game that I was heavily invested in. Um, Tennessee Titans and the Houston Texans. Tennessee squeaks out the three point win over the Houston Texans uh, at the um, at the buzzer. Uh, hit a late hit a field goal right before the end of the uh, fourth quarter. Avoided OT, which was good because Houston was steamrolling uh, towards them late in this game, and they got caught back up. Uh, but Ryan Tannehill, 18-27, 216 and a touchdown, and no interceptions. Wasn't that great, right? Well, he actually ran in this game too, which was what I was kind of hoping he was going to do. Uh, seven carries for 38 yards and two touchdowns. So he kind of made that up. Uh, was very... He was where we where the sites where you had value on it, and I believe it was DK was the real value spot. Uh, that was the place to use him. Um, but I do believe Deshaun, yeah, Deshaun Watson outscored him overall in this game as a whole. Uh, Derrick Henry though, thirty four carries for two hundred and fifty yards and two touchdowns. Whew. Got over two thousand, and he caught CJ two K. Uh, so he is now officially the record holder for the season for rushing uh, for the Tennessee Titans slash Houston Oilers. So that's great. Uh, A.J. Brown, 10 receptions on 11 targets, 151 and a touch. He caught a 50, He caught a 50-yarder. Just a fucking heave by Ryan Tannehill. It somehow got behind the defenders. I well, it was fucking Vernon Hargreaves, so what did you want? But um, had a very, very, very good day there. Uh, Corey Davis, five receptions for 39 yards. Very terrible on 11 targets. I shit you not, he dropped the other six passes. Those were legit targets. He fucking dropped six of them. Uh, Anthony Ferkser over Janu Smith. Two receptions for 18 yards. Johnny Smith, one for eight. You fucking kidding me. That was gross. That was gross. Gross and disgusting. Texans side. Deshaun Watson, 28 of 39 for 365. Three touchdowns and an interception. I thought he had a fumble too, but I guess not. thought he did. Oh, no, 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 no. They didn't count that one for him. Okay. Um, David Johnson, 14 carries for 84 yards and a touchdown. 
Uh, Deshaun Watson also had three carries for 12. I'm surprised he ran that little. Uh, big winner in the receiving core was Brandon Cooks. 11 receptions for 166 yards and two TDs on 16 targets. He was written up. Kiki Kuti written up. Six receptions, 90 yards on seven targets. Those are your two main guys. Jordan Akins. One reception, nine yards, no touchdowns on two targets. I can't even be mad. Um, they really got the younger guy, uh, Pharaoh Brown, in, involved here, um, which was really kind of surprising. But Jordan Akins did drop a touchdown in the end zone, so maybe they were just a little pissed on him. Uh, but Pharaoh Brown was running more routes, uh, ended up with five targets, uh, or five receptions on five targets for 48 yards and a touchdown. He was just the better pass catcher. I don't know what more he can do. Uh, so Pharaoh Brown was actually the tight end to use. Uh, I missed it. My bad. Uh, David Johnson also had three receptions for 36 yards on five targets. What is what is our next game, Deroy? What is it? Ooh, ooh, it's another fun game. This would be the Las Vegas Raiders visiting the Denver Broncos. Raiders squeak it out, thirty-two to thirty-one. Are you shitting me, Denver? Derek Carr, 24-38 for 371, two touchdowns, two interceptions. I looked at him, couldn't include him. I had way too many quarterbacks. Uh, Josh Jacobs, 15 carries for 89 yards and ended up getting a second touchdown, which really saved his day. Um, otherwise, I was pretty much off of him just because he doesn't really – he hadn't really been pa- catching passes lately. Uh, ended up, see, he got one target and didn't even get a reception. Darren Waller, top tight end on the late slate. Not, uh, I mean, that's just a – it's boneheaded not to consider him. Uh, Darren Waller, though, nine receptions for 117 yards and a touchdown on 10 targets. He did it. It's not a great matchup, and he still got it done. Nelson Aguilar, one reception for 57 yards. This was early in the game on four targets. He basically fucking dropped three other ones. Mm, it was just fucking frustrating. So they ended up just starting to toss over to, like, Brian Edwards. Two receptions for 51 yards and a touchdown on two targets. And just kind of tossing it around to running back Theo Riddick. Henry Ruggs third got a couple. Just just really kind of tossing it around. Uh, Hunter Renfro ended up three receptions for 24 yards on seven targets. Just ended the season on just what a fucking dud. Just what a dud. Denver side, Drew Locke, 25 of 41 for 339 and two touchdowns, no interceptions. I uh, do not believe. No, he did not have a fumble this week. So Ugh. I was thinking of using Vegas defense, and then I just kind of pulled it out. I was just like, nah, I think I'm going to side with the Broncos side. Uh, but here we go. Melvin Gordon, 26 carries, 93 yards, and a touchdown. Also had four receptions on six targets for 17 yards. Wasn't too bad. Uh, wasn't too great. So, uh, But then here we go. Jerry Judy, five receptions on seven targets for 140 yards and a touchdown. The only fucking reason that Jerry Judy goes off is because Tim Patrick hurt his foot 
early, early in the game. He was well on his way. He was getting you know heavily targeted. Two receptions for 46 yards on four targets. He left, I believe it was early second quarter, if I'm not mistaken. Um, so, yeah, that wasn't great. Noah Fant wasn't all that great either. Four receptions for 48 yards on six targets. So, uh, outside of that, there wasn't really anything within the receiving game that was that ended up being worthy of any consideration. Ooh, Chargers Chiefs. I'm going to take it on the chin in this one, and I'm just going to fucking do it. But I'm going to tell you, I'd still do the same fucking decision every day. Chargers 38, Chiefs 21. So, pretty much figured the Chargers were going to win this game, but the Chiefs were making a game of it early. And then they just kind of slipped away in the second half. Um, where is it? Where is it? Justin Herbert, 22 of 31 for 302 and three touchdowns. No interceptions. Also had f- six carries for nine yards uh, and a touchdown. I believe there was three kneel downs in there, too. So he had about, what, three for 12. Uh, so he had four touchdowns. I looked at him. I did. Um, but I just didn't pull the trigger on it. It is what it is. He's one of the final cuts. You can't have everybody. Can't have everybody. Uh, Justin Jackson, nine carries for 72 yards. Kalen Balazs, 13 carries, 36 yards, and a touchdown. This was the problem with the next guy. Austin Eckler, seven carries for 18 yards. Um, that's why Eckler is more GPP than he is cash uh, consideration because it's just – with everybody in that backfield just kind of fucks it up. So if you look at the running backs in the passing game, uh, you did not have anything for one Kalen Balazs. Uh Justin Jackson did have a reception for 32 yards and two touchdowns. Austin Eckler had six, though, for 33 yards and a touchdown on seven targets, uh, but did, did not come through in the end. Mike Williams, six receptions, 108 yards, and a touchdown on seven targets. He came through. He came through. Um, I was getting asked questions about Steven Anderson. There was a lot of talk about Steven Anderson as kind of the cheap punt guy. Uh, Three receptions for 52 yards on three targets. Donald Parham was actually the better tight end, though. Three receptions for 37 yards and a touchdown on four targets. Uh, Tyron Johnson also was the only... Uh, other wide receiver that actually had a reception here, uh, and he had two of them for 35 yards and two touchdowns. Did not have him written up. Uh, where somebody's going to try and take you know take me on here with the decision making on the Chiefs running back? Uh, let's first go to the quarterback, and that's Chad Henney, 23 of 32 for 218 and two. Also had two carries for no yards. Darwin Thompson. Okay. So Darwin Thompson, cheap value, got asked about it. Yes, I like running backs against Chargers. But the problem with it, and I don't give a shit what Andy Reid was saying here with Darwin Thompson, I was still hesitant with it because at any point in time, you could have had another running back come in there and do the same thing, and you would have started Darwin Thompson. They've done that before in meaningless games. So you have to be careful with this. 
and just kind of remember that for future reference. So Darwin Thompson, 14 carries, 45 yards, and a touchdown. I'll take it on the chin. I lost, but uh, also had seven receptions for 65 yards and a touchdown on seven targets. So he really came through in PPRs. Um, uh, good play overall. Uh, but like I said, I, I'm just I'm not going to trust it there. They still had Daryl Williams involved. I bet you if you check the snap share, I bet you Daryl Williams is just uh, on the field just as much as Darwin Thompson, but they didn't use him. Demarcus Robinson, he was considered for value. Uh, did not use him, though. Six receptions for 58 yards on seven targets. I just wasn't messing around with everything in here. Uh, Byron Pringle, four receptions for 52 yards and a touchdown on six targets. McCole Hardman, if you want to know, two receptions for 25 yards on two targets. Like I said, though, I just, I'm, I'm not messing around with that. You don't mess around with that in week 17 usually, and you'll be fine. Tournaments, eh, I mean, if you gotta, if you gotta hanker into, to do it, you're more than welcome to, but. Not this cat. Not this cat. I'll take what I'll take that sure thing. It's like I say, I play it safe. I play it safe, but guess what? My scores generally end up higher than most people who take those shots, right? So I'm making money. I'm making money. Come on. All right. Green Bay Packers thirty five, Chicago Bears sixteen. Ooh, that's a nineteen point loss if my math is correct. And I don't use that new math. Aaron Rodgers, 19 of 24 for 240 and four touchdowns. <laughs> Who told you there was a possibility that Aaron Rodgers might have four touchdowns? Also had no interceptions. But who told you that? Hmm, I believe that was me. Oh, hmm. Hmm, I guess I'll just toot my own fucking horn here. Uh, very good day. Uh, probably wouldn't have gotten it done for you, though, in fantasy as a whole uh, for DFS because of his price. Um, while we did have Aaron Jones have 11 carries for 42 yards at a touchdown, that kind of saved his day. Didn't run with him, really. Um, they had four receptions for 43 yards on five targets as well. Uh, Jamal Williams had his five carries uh, for 26 yards. Wasn't, wasn't too bad. He was involved in the passing game, though, wasn't he? I could have sworn he was. Oh, maybe not. He didn't catch a fucking pass. All right. Um, MVS was the big winner. Um, yeah, have fun figuring that one out. Uh, two receptions on three targets for 87 yards and a touchdown. Most of that yardage came on one on one catch. It was a fucking beauty, though. Um, the thing of it is, is that MVS actually could have broke this slate wide the fuck open if he would have caught that third target. Uh, that was dropped right into his fucking hands for like another 50-yard bomb. Just a terrible, terrible drop. He's so inconsistent. So you definitely have to consider him every week if there is opportunity to pass over uh, any you know secondary that they might face uh, in the playoffs. But Devontae Adams, six receptions, six receptions, six receptions for forty six yards and a touchdown. So in a PPR that got you sixteen was not enough. Uh, that was all in six targets. Uh, just a gross, gross day. Robert Tanya though, two receptions, eighteen yards and a touchdown, uh, two targets. Like I said though, his price was very, very high, but he did come through. Maybe though he lost a touchdown to Dominique Daphne. That's right, the guy who comes in to replace Jay Sternberger. One reception, 13 yards, and a touchdown on one 
target. So guess what? He was efficient. He was efficient. Mitchell Trubisky on the other side, 33 of 42, 252, and an interception. And David Montgomery kept the ball rolling here, though. 22 carries for 69 yards and a touchdown. Also had nine receptions on nine targets for 63 yards. He went out early with a hyperextended knee, came back a couple plays later like nothing ever fucking happened. So you know what? You, my friend, you, my friend, have my, like, oh, God, what the fuck am I going to say? Look, I admire the guy, all right? He's he's tough. He's fucking tough. Darnell Mooney was the big winner here, though, for the wide receivers. 11 receptions for 93 yards on 13 targets. Just ridiculous. A lot of bullshit at the end. Um, to be completely honest with you. Cole Komet, seven receptions for 41 yards on eight targets. Of course he'd come through on the week that I don't run him up. Allen Robinson, big disappointment going into the playoffs, though. Two receptions for 37 yards on five targets. They were bracketing the shit out of him just as much as the Bears were bracketing Devontae Adams. So uh, hopefully other defenses don't pay attention to that because otherwise, you know, one or both of them could be fucked uh, come their first games. New Orleans at Carolina. Ooh, could you miss any more on a defense? Oh, my God. You play hard all year, and then you get to the last game, and you're just like, eh, fuck it. We don't want to be here. We don't want to be here. Just give the Saints the fucking championship, all right? Ooh, 33-7. Saints clobber the shit out of the Panthers. Drew Brees, 22-32 for 201 and three touchdowns. No interceptions. Ty Montgomery, the value play, play, play. 18 carries for 105 yards. Came through. He came through. Did only have one reception on two targets for two yards, so that kind of sucked, but he came through, man. For a cheap value at 4K, you'll take the 10 points. Uh, Actually would have gotten you 12, 13, actually, on the day over on DK. So he very much came through receiving wise let's see oh no Taysom Hill uh came in and ruined days too he had seven carries for 41 yards and a touchdown so that was great uh but we get to the receiving end here and we got Emmanuel Sanders nine receptions on 13 targets for 63 yards and a touchdown very good day there our Marquez Callaway uh Sanders was written up too by the way uh Marquez Callaway three receptions for 51 yards on four targets uh, looked at him a little bit. Uh, Jared Cook, uh, still I'd probably pass on it, but uh, four receptions, 43 yards, and a touchdown on five targets, so he came through uh, for you there. Not much else going on for the Saints. They will should get Michael Thomas back and should get Alvin Kamara back in the protoc- from protocol. Um, so let's see here. Panthers side, Teddy Bridgewater, 13 to 23, 176 yards and two interceptions there. Uh, I believe he was knocked out of the game too, or just replaced overall. PJ Walker came in five for 14, 95 yards, uh, and three interceptions. So Saints defense was really the way to go here. Uh, we had questions on Rodney Smith. He actually didn't do too bad. Ten carries for 40 yards and a touchdown. Uh, still is just not all that great. Uh, one reception on one target for four yards. So jog on. Uh, Curtis Samuel, uh, like I said, he was my value guy for the 
for the Panthers. Uh, and he came through. Seven receptions for 118 yards on 11 targets. Uh, definitely got the job done there. DJ Moore fell a little bit under value, but was still pretty good. Uh, one to kill your lineup. Five receptions for 101 yards on 11 targets. Robbie Anderson ended the season three for 40 on seven targets. So uh, Panthers are done. We don't have to worry about them anymore. I did mention Curtis Samuel was a little bit better just based on uh, overall pricing value there, but it is what it is. If you went with DJ Moore, I don't. Uh, I liked him just as well. Uh, Washington twenty to fourteen winners over the Philadelphia Eagles. Now, of course, New York Giants would contest that that game was anything but fair, uh, considering the fact that the Eagles pulled uh, Jalen Hurts, her uh, Jalen Hurt uh, in the second half. So. And it is what it is. Alex Smith, 22 of 32, 162, and two touchdowns, but two interceptions. Yikes. Antonio Gibson, 19 carries for 75 yards. Not great, not terrible. Uh, still looking good, though. <sighs> Pardon me. <sighs> um, Cam Sims, big winner uh, in receiving as far as yardage is concerned. Five receptions, 43 yards on five targets. Uh, was very good value. Terry McLaurin, I would have, uh, dude, I play that every time as if he's going to be a fucking decoy. With two high ankle sprains, get the fuck out of here. This guy's a man child. Seven receptions for 40 yards and a touchdown on eight targets. Woo! And then you have Logan Thomas. Price probably too much. Didn't return value, though. Uh, three receptions for 37 yards and a touchdown on six targets. Uh, fumbles? No, nobody had a fumble. That's good. Move it to the Eagles side, and then we'll finish this off here. Yeah, you had Jalen Hurts, Nate Sudfeld, and Greg Ward all throw passes. Uh, Jalen Hurts was seven to twenty for seventy-two yards passing, uh, but he did have eight carries for thirty-four yards and two rushing touchdowns. Nate Sudfeld came in and was five of twelve for thirty-two yards and an interception. So not great. Boston Scott, as far as rushing, 15 carries, 65 yards. Uh, nothing else really in there. Now, if you would have told me J.J. Ortega-Whiteside was going to be the leading receiver, I'd tell you you were fucking ridiculously like stoned or drunk. Uh, but no, two receptions for 40 yards on three targets. So that's kind of what happened. That's how it is. Uh, Zach Ertz, I did tell you, at $11 for a value over on Yahoo. Maybe trying him out. Three receptions for 16 yards on six targets. Woof. 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 Nobody else of interest. But that, my friends, is the Week 17 recap. Uh, I'm going to try and get at least a small podcast in every day this week. I'm going to have enough time uh, in between you know, getting the spreadsheet and everything ready. Now, I'm going to try and have everything done uh, before Friday so I can have the article just kind of sent out, you know, cross T's, dot I's with injury reports, anything like that. Um, I want to have the spreadsheet out by Wednesday night, if I can, uh, at least with the pricing, you know, first look at injury report, and then I'll have everything updated. But I want to have everything out as fast as humanly possible this week, just so everybody can take a look at it, get ready for the slates. They're going to be three-game slates. Now, I believe um, all, three sites, all, all three sites are running three-game slates 
which would be the three games on Saturday, and then the other slate would be the three games on Sunday. Believe FanDuel and Yahoo are also running the full six games. Yahoo, I'm pretty sure, is going to run the six game um, just based on the fact that I have done playoff tournaments over there. Um, uh, we have a friendly league that uh, that we do here uh, where you're utilizing all players from all six games. So there should be a four-gamer over there. I believe FanDuel is running it if they are. Um, great if they're not. Um, if anybody's interested in do in me doing the six game pricing, I'm pretty sure uh, there'll be enough people that'll be interested in. I will try to make a copy and do the six game spreadsheet um, where it, all I'd have to do is just change the pricing and then change the rankings based on the six games versus three, the two three gamers. So uh, pay attention for that. Let me know. Get a hold of me. You know, Twitter, Twitter, and Instagram at RoyDog underscore thirteen, and on Facebook, Dennis M. Roy over there. But I'm gonna tell you, I'm getting the fuck out of here so I can get going on the wild card slate. Take it easy, everybody, and I will talk to you tomorrow. Oh, I should quickly mention, go fuck yourself, Paul. You ain't winning it next year. Bitches!